Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Underdog NFL Mock Draft Show. This one just a mere hours away from the start of the 2023 NFL Draft. We've got about three hours before the selection process kicks off and things they're getting interesting. As I always do for this show, I have BavadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're going to be taking a look at all of their lines and uh, some interesting props and stuff like that. Boy, boy, oh boy, uh, do we find ourselves in a position where I think I saw earlier today on Twitter that one unnamed general manager said that this is the most unpredictable draft ever. Things, I mean, literally, after the number one pick, which, by the way, is it's Bryce Young. Congratulations to Bryce Young for being the number one pick in the draft. I, something like 36 hours ago, I was looking at Bavada. And he was minus 1,600 to be the number one pick in the draft. That quickly went, oh, along with Will Levis being plus 400 at that point, that quickly went to Levis being plus 900. Earlier today, Levis plus 1,600. Bryce Young minus 6,600. And as we sit right now, Bryce Young minus 7,500 with Will Levis plus 1,800 to be the number one pick in the draft. Interesting that we find ourselves in a position where the top four most likely players to be the number one pick in the draft, all quarterbacks. Two of them deserve to be up there, two of them don't. But, uh, you know, uh, there's a big jump from Bryce Young's minus 7,500 to Levis's plus 18 to CJ Stroud's plus 35 to Richardson's plus 5,000, and then all the way up to Jalen Carter plus 2,500, I'm going to say this. I've said this earlier today when I was doing You're Wrong, and here's why. We have gotten to a point where Will Anderson is criminally underrated. The guy, yeah, he didn't have the junior season that he did his, that, uh, that matched his sophomore season, but he still had 10 sacks and 17 tackles for a loss while playing in some not-so-flattering fronts and being asked to, uh, to not, not exactly rush the passer on every down for Alabama. Last year, he had 17 sacks and 31 tackles for a loss. Those are bananas numbers. Those are Madden numbers, and he did it as a sophomore. This guy is going to be... He's a Hall of Fame talent, and he has the seventh best odds. He, he's tied with Tyree Wilson to, be, <laughs> to go number one. And it looks like, by all accounts... Wilson may have overtaken him as the top edge, or at least the, the edge most likely to be drafted first in this, in this process. Let's go through it. Uh, I've got, just for reference, I have four mock drafts open here. I've got Michael Middleton Schwartz from USA Today. I've got Kuiper from ESPN. I've got DJ over at NFL.com, and I've got the Ringers mock draft open as well. All of these publicly available. We're not giving anything away. So, let's start. Uh, I'm using, as I did last time, the PFF mock draft machine to, uh, to get this done. Look, number one pick in the draft, there's no question about it. I mean, Bryce Young is the number one pick in the draft to the Carolina Panthers. Zero doubt in my mind. Great fit. He's going to be an unbelievable leader for that franchise. He gives Frank Reich a, a quarterback to build around. The only question is size, but all the talent in the world is there. And he, uh, he is also, uh, like I said, minus 7,500 to be the number one pick in the draft. Number two is real interesting. Uh, USA Today has Tyree Wilson 
Kuiper has Will Anderson, DJ has CJ Stroud, and the ringer goes Will Anderson. The This is where things just, you kind of start throwing names in a hat, and whoever you pick, you can justify arguing their selection for about the next nine or ten spots. Conventional logic says that it would be foolish for the Texans to pass on C.J. Stroud here. Also, I tend to prefer Jeremiah over any of the other four. So, I don't know, man. The, there are no odds at Bavada currently for the number two overall selection. I, uh, I think that has a little bit to do with the volatility that we're seeing in this process. This is taking Stroud and doing the logical thing throws a real monkey wrench into the rest of this, which is weird. But I do think when it's all said and done, I don't buy the the smoke screens. I don't buy the I know there were some issues about maybe a processing test. Maybe he there was maybe blew off the Mannings for the Manning Passing Academy. He was a hell of a football player with C.J. Stroud at Ohio State. I know he had a great quarter uh, wide receiver room, but this is an elite talent, and uh, when you're looking at Davis Mills as your quarterback, an elite talent sounds pretty darn good to turn the franchise around. C.J. Stroud, the number two pick in the draft to the Houston Texans. Number three on the board, the Arizona Cardinals. Let's see what we've got. We've got Will Anderson at USA Today. We've got a projected trade from Kuiper. Tennessee moving up to get Stroud. We've got Will Anderson uh, in a, a deal. Wow, DJ has the Texans moving up to go get Will Anderson after taking CJ Stroud number two. That's a hell of a haul. And the ringer has that Christian Gonzalez going number three. Oh, that would be... That would be a shocker, but like I said, you throw names in a hat and you justify the selection. I'm a fan of things not being crazy. I do think if an edge goes number two, there's a chance it's going to be Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson. But I think if the Cardinals get to the selection, the pick, Will Anderson, the number two best odds at Bavada, plus 250, to be the number three selection in the draft, it just makes sense. It, I, I like things being orderly for them to make sense. And to me, this makes sense. The, and let's th- get, get ready to throw that out the window right here. Number four pick, the Indianapolis Colts. Ringer's got Anthony Richardson, DJ, Will Levis, Kuiper, Will Levis, USA Today, CJ Stroud, I'm going to go what is effectively chalk with the books here. The favorite at Bavada and the selection I made on Better's Delight last night, Will Levis, minus 105, to be the number four selection in the draft. I think I think Levis is a little bit further along than Richardson is. And uh, also, look, I think we get hung up on comparing players along racial lines. Will Levis is very, very similar to Jalen Hurts, maybe more so, quite frankly, than Anthony Richardson is. And we saw what Steichen was able to do with Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. I think 
he's going to be emboldened by that. And, uh, yeah, take what he believes to be his quarterback of the future. And for his sake, let's hope he is, because you're you're gambling your job on this selection here. Will Levis, the number four pick to the Indianapolis Colts. The number five selection, I, I made this on Better's Delight last night as well, and I do think this is one that's kind of uh, kind of coalescing into one of the, I don't know if you can call them locks, but one of the more likely selections of the first round. Again, we're going with the favorite at Bavada to be the selection here. The odds have gotten uh, even longer since I talked about it last night. The number five pick, the first defensive player, or second defensive player selected, sorry, uh, Georgia defensive tackle Jalen Carter is a Seattle Seahawk. And a pick, by the way, they obtained from Russell and that Russell Wilson trade. So that worked out awfully well. The number six selection, the Detroit Lions. This is where it does start to get interesting. This this uh, pick was taken off of the board here, not no longer available. USA Today says Devin Witherspoon. Kuiper says Devin Witherspoon. DJ says Devin Witherspoon. And uh, The Ringer says Devin Witherspoon. All right. I have nothing further to add. Devin Witherspoon, the number six selection to the Detroit Lions. Prior to this this uh, prop being taken down, it is worth pointing out that Witherspoon at minus 170 was the favorite at Bavada to be the number six selection. I do think they're going to strongly consider Tyree Wilson, too, because adding another bookend next to Aiden, uh, Aiden Hutchinson was would be a fascinating selection for them, especially if they believe that Wilson has the upside that, that some others do. Uh, oh, Lamar Jackson literally just signed a five-year contract extension as we uh, as we do this. So a little more oh, a little more that we know, a little bit less uncertainty around the uh, quarterback position. So one less thing to think about here on draft day. The number seven selection held by the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Ringer says C.J. Stroud. He's off the board. DJ says Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, cornerback. Kuiper says Christian Gonzalez. And USA Today says Christian Gonzalez. Probably where I was leaning in the first place. Um, I do think we're going to have to start talking what's going to go in with uh, Anthony Richardson pretty soon. But where in the world is uh, Tyree Wilson here? Why is... I'm just now noticing that uh, that Tyree Wilson is for some... Oh, wow. The ADP on PFF is all the way down to 12.9. That, that does not seem right to me. Anyway, the, uh, the, the favorite to be the selection here at number seven at Bavada. Now, this isn't quite as, uh, as big a gap as some of the other ones have had but I do think it's telling in and of itself is Ohio State offensive tackle Paris Johnson, a player who has been rapidly rising through this draft process. It's going gonna, it's gonna to cost me a little bit in the prop bet that I made last night as I had Skronowski going over him, but I do think this is the way it's trending. I think Paris Johnson will be the number seven selection to the Las Vegas Raiders. The number eight pick, the Atlanta Falcons. 
USA Today says it's Bijan. Atlanta, or uh, Kuiper says it's Tyree Wilson. DJ says Bijan. And The Ringer says Bijan. Bijan also the favorite, plus 135 at Bavada to be the selection here. Boy, uh, the, the range of draft positions for Bijan Robinson is going to be one of the things that's going to be most interesting to watch in this uh, selection process. Hard for me to believe that how the NFL is trending, and especially with a team that is in such dire need of talent at, uh, at critical positions, that they're going to take an undervalued position like running back number eight. It's an interesting allocation of resources, but Arthur Blank... Arthur Blank's going to Arthur Blank, right? Uh, I guess we're going to go... Man, I want this... To... I really do think we're going to see... This is potentially a trade. I know we're not making trades here. I could see this being a trade. I could see Tennessee jumping up or, uh, you know, an, or maybe even a New England jumping up, Washington jumping up, though they like Sam Howell, to go get Anthony Richardson... I really think it's going to be a trade. So you know what? We're going to make a trade. The number eight pick is going to go to the Tennessee Titans here for the number 11 pick and uh, the number 72 pick. We're going to force that trade. It is now made Tennessee on the board and Tennessee is going to draft Anthony Richardson Number eight overall. A fascinating quarterback room with Anthony Richardson and Malik Willis there. A lot of upside and uh, incredibly low floors for both of them. We saw we saw that when Richardson was for, or pardon me when um, Willis was forced into action last year. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. Uh, the number nine pick. We've got we've got Jalen Carter from the Ringer. DJ says Tyree Wilson. Kuiper says Paris Johnson, and uh, and USA Today says Paris Johnson. I don't think there's any chance in the world that Tyree Wilson is still going to be on the board here. So we are going to make Tyree Wilson the number nine selection to the Chicago Bears. He seems like he fits that team. He seems like he fits that style of play. Gives him a, a high-impact defensive prospect. Tyree Wilson, Edge from Texas Tech, the number nine pick in the draft to the Chicago Bears. Uh, by the way, Wilson has, oh boy, not good odds to be the number nine pick in the draft. I don't even know if he's on the board here. I think the assumption is that just he will be selected by then. Uh, yeah, not even a selectable option at Bavada for this. So... Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm the crazy one. It's entirely possible. Number ten pick in the draft, the Philadelphia Eagles. We've got uh, we've got Nolan Smith. We've got Bijan Robinson. We've got Nolan Smith, and we've got Nolan Smith. I just maybe this is me trying to wish this into existence, but it feels like, especially given what we heard a couple of days ago with the news that the Eagles were primed to select Christian McCaffrey number 14 a couple of years ago. Well, more, a little bit more than that now. But it shows that they're not completely against taking the elite running back prospect with a valuable selection. And this year, 
they have the unique position of having another first-round pick a little bit later on. Look, Super Bowl teams don't get the opportunity to add potential. And I know I've said this twice, and then I think this is probably the only two players I would give that tag to. A potential Hall of Fame talent with the number 10 pick in the draft. I think Bijan Robinson is the number one overall football player in this draft. I think he adds yet another level to a high-powered Philadelphia offense. Again, maybe I'm wishing it into existence, but Bijan Robinson, the number 10 pick to the Philadelphia Eagles, the fifth best odds at Bavada, plus 550 for the record. They, uh, they do believe that Peter Skoronowski, the highest odds, would not shock me either. And I think, I think the world of Skoronowski, especially if we're looking at him as a right guard prospect rather than a tackle prospect, the upside is gigantic. Uh, but it's just not quite as easy to get excited about an offensive guard as you do a uh, a really, really, really good running back. Uh, number 11, the Atlanta Falcons coming off of their trade down. The Falcons need a lot. They need a quarterback, a receiver, an edge. It It seems weird to me that Christian Gonzalez is still on the board, to be quite honest with you. And I, I have... A hard time not taking him here. I believe one of the mocks, maybe even two, had Gonzalez going to the Falcons at eight. I think they move back three spots. They pick up a third-round pick, and they draft Oregon cornerback Christian Gonzalez. Number 12, the Houston Texans on the board. They've already taken C.J. Stroud. You know, there's a wide range of uh, directions this could go. Ringer thinks it's Levis. DJ thinks it's a trade and it's Paris Johnson. Kuiper thinks it's Anthony Richardson. And uh, and USA Today thinks Jackson Smith and Jiba. I don't hate that. I'll tell you what. It seems like it would be fun to pair CJ Stroud with his top receiver. It makes too much sense to not happen. Uh, so we're going to make it happen here, by the way. The number 12 pick, the Houston Texans, take Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jeeba. The Texans double-dipping on Buckeyes in the first 12 selections. The Green Bay Packers on the board at number 13. We've got Lucas Van Ness. We've got Darnell Wright. We've got Dalton Kincaid. We've got Miles Murphy. Look, the Packers know talent, and they love the trenches. Peter Skoronowski should not be on the board. He can play tackle for them. He can play guard. He is a Green Bay Packer to protect Jordan Love with the number 13 pick. The number 14 pick held by the New England Patriots. You know, we're seeing Broderick Jones. We're seeing Lucas Van Ness. We're seeing Nolan Smith. We're seeing uh, Peter Skoronowski. I really, I want to make the selection Dalton Kincaid desperately. But I know it doesn't make the most sense in the world. Man, man, oh man. I I think because of how well he tested, I lean in the direction of Nolan Smith here. A little bit of a chess piece for that New England defense. So that's what it's going to be. Nolan Smith, the edge from Georgia, the number 14 pick in the draft to the New England Patriots. Number 15, 
a pick now held by the New York Jets after the Aaron Rodgers trade. Seeing Kalijah Kansi, we're seeing Skoronowski, we're seeing Skoronowski, and we're seeing Skoronowski. Um, I'm going to go in a completely different direction. I think the Jets are going to do what the Packers never did, whether it's completely coincidental or to further ingratiate themselves to their new franchise quarterback. We're going to go get Aaron Rodgers a weapon on offense, and that weapon is Utah wide receiver, or tight end, pardon me, Dalton Kincaid, a guy who I believe the top tight end in this draft. Number 16, the Washington Commanders. We're seeing Paris Johnson. We're seeing Emmanuel Forbes. That's fascinating. We're seeing De uh, Deontay Banks and Darnell Wright. Uh, I The Banks thing kind of feels right to me. Um, high upside, super, super talented, super athletic, big corner. Yeah, that'll, that'll work for me. Uh, Deontay Banks, Maryland cornerback, stays in the state of Maryland to play for the Commanders. Sure. That all makes sense. The things I said, I say words good. The number 17 selection, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we're seeing Broderick Jones help on the line. We're seeing Emmanuel Forbes. We're seeing Broderick Jones, and we're seeing Darnell Wright. I love the Broderick Jones pick. Uh, boomer bust offensive tackle, the, the redshirt sophomore from Georgia. Last time there was a redshirt sophomore from Georgia, didn't work out quite as well. But the thing about Jones is even if the tackle, the whole tackle thing doesn't work out, I think he's a very good guard prospect. It's a safe selection for Pittsburgh, and uh, that will be the pick here. Broderick Jones tackle from Georgia, the number 17 pick. To the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number 18, we're seeing Brian Brzee, we're seeing Kalijah Cansey, we're seeing Michael Mayer, and, uh, and we're seeing Michael Mayer again. Earlier on, and the number six pick, the, the Lions took Devin Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon, pardon me. Cansey's fascinating. Jordan Addison's interesting. Emmanuel Forbes is interesting. I I think the Lions are going to correct the mistake. They traded TJ Hawkinson a while back. Uh, it was pretty good for Minnesota. They'll take a, an equal high upside tight end to give them another piece on that offense. Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer, the number 18 selection to the Detroit Lions. Thank you, Siri. The number 19 pick held by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're seeing Anton Harrison. We're seeing Anton Harrison. We're seeing Jackson Smith and Jiba. And we're seeing Broderick Jones. Does seem like offensive tackle is the way to go. Darnell Wright still on the board. And Darnell Wright, the tackle from Tennessee, going to be the 19th pick to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number 20, Seattle is back on the board, having already picked Jalen Carter from Georgia. Big time piece to that, uh, that defense. We're seeing players like Miles Murphy. Uh, we're seeing Anthony Richardson. We're seeing Anthony Richardson. And, uh, and Adebaware from Northwestern. I'm not going to take a swing at that first name. Had they, not taken, uh, had they not taken Carter, I think Kalaja Kansi would be an interesting choice. I think the Seattle Seahawks at number 20, none of those players, they're going to go Iowa defensive end Lucas Van Ness, the number 20 pick to the Seattle Seahawks.
The next pick for, uh, has been forfeited by the Miami Dolphins, bringing the Chargers up at 21. Uh, we're seeing Zay Flowers, Michael Mayer, Zay Flowers, and Dalton Kincaid. Got to add offense here. Uh, it's just, man, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison getting to learn from that wide receiver room, from Keenan Allen, is it's just too good to pass up. He, uh, it's relatively local kid. Yeah, Jordan Addison, the number 21 pick to the L.A. Chargers. I don't remember if I said San Diego earlier. I apologize if I did. The number 22 pick is held by the Baltimore Ravens, who uh, are now convinced they will have their quarterback in tow. We're seeing Joey Porter Jr., Jackson Smith, and Jeeba. We're seeing Deontay Banks, and we're seeing Lucas Van Ness. Really could go in any direction here. I... It feels weird to me that Miles Murphy is still on the board. And I kind of think he fits what they want to do in Baltimore. It's a bit of a swing, but that's never never really scared them in the past. Watch this be something like Brian Brzee, but we are going to make it Clemson Edge, Miles Murphy, the number 22 pick to the Baltimore Ravens. Number 23 is held by the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we've got Deontay Banks. We've got Joey Porter Jr. We've got Jordan Addison. And we've got Deontay Banks. Banks off the board. Porter shouldn't still be on the board. It's that simple. Joey Porter Jr., the number 23 pick to the Minnesota Vikings. Number 24, the surprising Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we've got Brian Brzee. We've got Anton Harrison. I like that. We've got Joey Porter Jr. And we've got Brian Branch. I like that, too. I think getting a little bit more protection for Trevor Lawrence is going to be paramount in this draft for Jacksonville. You need to keep that guy upright. While I'm not the world's biggest Anton Harrison fan, I do think he's the next tackle to come off the board. Uh, gives a little more positional versatility than somebody like Dewan Jones. So... Anton Harrison, Oklahoma, left tackle, the number 24 pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The number 25 pick is held by the New York Giants. Uh, we're seeing players like Emmanuel Forbes. We're seeing Brian Branch, that I don't love. We're seeing Jordan Addison. And we're seeing Emmanuel Forbes. Ay, ay, ay. Um, as much as uh, it would pain me to see this, I do think that Brian Branch makes a ton of sense to as a plug-and-play guy in that secondary. How they use him, they can figure that out. But this is an incredibly talented player. Can play corner, can play safety. I think he's a free safety. But Brian Branch is going to be the number 25 pick to the New York Giants. The number 26 pick is held by the Dallas Cowboys. Miles Murphy in option. Dalton Kincaid is off the board. Luke Musgrove, uh, Grave, pardon me, feels like a giant reach. And Michael Mayer. The only defensive player we saw in that mix is Miles Murphy, who's off the board. This is a really fascinating one. I, I think this could end up being a trade down. So much so that I think we're potentially going to make that call here. Um, Dallas is going to trade this pick. I think somebody's going to 
going to want to move up to go get Hendon Hooker. The team, man, it's just hard to figure out who that could be looking at. Who's coming up next? It doesn't, there's not a natural partner. So I guess we're back uh, to this. How about Dallas looking to add a wide receiver? They take a swing. Local school. Well, same state school. This is the hardest pick so far. Uh, I think for for some reason, I think Will McDonald might be in play here. Uh, I think I think FAU over at Kansas State is going to be in play here. I think Zay Flowers could be in play here. But they go for the big swing, pairing uh, Quentin Johnson from TCU next to C.D. Lamb. Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver from TCU, the number 26 pick in the draft. Number 27 pick is held by the Buffalo Bills. We're seeing Zay Flowers. I like that a lot. We're seeing Will McDonald. There you go. We're seeing Quentin Johnson and Jordan Addison. Zay Flowers, the only one of that trio of receivers still on the board, and Zay Flowers is going to be the number 27 pick to the Buffalo Bills. He will look great for Josh Allen next to uh, Stephon Diggs and really bring a whole nother, uh, whole nother element to that offense. And I know people are asking, why would you not go Jamar Gibbs here? He's just, he's so similar to James Cook. If you're going to take a, a running back, and I do think you should probably take a, a running back, you wait a little bit, take somebody like Tajay Spears or uh, one of the other million talented running backs in this draft. The number 28 pick held by the Cincinnati Bengals. We're seeing Dalton Kincaid. Keanu Burton, I hate that. Jamar Gibbs, that is interesting. And Maisie Smith. Given what's going on with Joe Mixon and to ensure that they continue to take a little bit of pressure off of uh, off of Joe Cool over there, I like this Jamar Gibbs pick a lot. That It seems like that makes a lot of sense to me. And that, that's where we're going to go. Jamar Gibbs is going to be the 28th pick to the Cincinnati Bengals running back from Alabama. The number 29 pick held by the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we're seeing Will McDonald in play here. We're seeing Maisie Smith. We're seeing Miles Murphy and uh, Keon White, the edge from Georgia, a versatile defensive lineman from Georgia. I don't want to be accused of people slipping, uh, forcing players to slip to the Eagles at 30. Everybody knows I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, and I do also think this pick makes a lot of sense with, with what they're looking to do and how they play on defense. The number 29 pick will be Pitt defensive lineman Kalijah Cansey to the New Orleans Saints. The number 30 pick held by the Philadelphia Eagles. We're seeing Joey Porter Jr. We're seeing Jamar Gibbs. We're seeing Kalijah Cansey. And uh, we're seeing Brian Branch. Eagles are in an interesting spot here. It's another one where I think if that trade earlier doesn't happen, they could certainly be looking to move down into the early first round, pick up another asset for somebody who wants to go get Hendon Hooker. If they stay here, man. Emmanuel Forbes is certainly interesting. Now the team... In this scenario, took Bijan Robinson already. I think we're going to go, if they stay here, I think we're going to go FAU. Edge, Kansas State, Philadelphia can't get enough pass rushers. That, that position is getting a little old, so that's going to be the selection at number 30. 
The 31st and final selection in this first round and of this mock draft is the Kansas City Chiefs. We've got Jordan Addison. Uh, we've got we've got the Rams trading up for Hendon Hooker. That's all right. Um, we've got Darnell Wright. Love that. And we've got uh, we've got FAU. Darnell Wright, unfortunately, uh, is off the board. Went 19. I do think getting an offensive tackle is going to be important here. It's a matter of and they were willing to play a, a supersized offensive tackle at left tackle for a while. I wonder if they would extend that same courtesy to Dewan Jones. Either way, I think Jones is too good to pass up here, especially for a team that needs to protect their quarterback. I know they, they went in and they brought um, the defense, the offensive tackle from, from Jacksonville in, whose name escapes me. Lost a lot of players here. I love Dewan Jones, the number 31 pick to the Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be the first round. This draft is going to be as crazy unpredictable as we have seen in a very long time. Um, if you're listening to this right now, oh man, Paris Johnson has jumped ahead at Bavada in terms of a first offensive lineman select that I do think I'm going to end up getting that one wrong from last night. First, I think the option... Uh, that you can make some money on. I think Devin Witherspoon first corner uh, as the first cornerback selected is great. I think best bet is Dalton Kincaid, first tight end selected. He is the number two option. He's plus money at Bavada right now. Uh, that is, I think that is the absolute safest of these prop bets if you're actually looking for plus money. Obviously, you know if you want to take somebody like. You want to take somebody like Jackson Smith and Jeeva minus 325 to be the first uh, receiver selected. Yeah, it's probably going to happen. Uh, Drew Sanders is probably, I don't Jack Campbell is the second linebacker plus 120 is interesting. Uh, but past that, you know, play it safe, play it smart. And it, by the way, if, I guess if you're going to, if you're going to go Kincaid, you might as well double up and take Michael Mayer plus 150 to be the second tight end selected tonight. That's it. This draft's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope your teams do extraordinarily well, assuming you are not in the NFC East. Thanks for listening. This has been the Underdog NFL Mock Draft Show. I've been Chris Horwardell. Enjoy the draft.